She's like, no, for real, Farah. Like, there was a flight that actually went missing for several years. And it came back. How did it come back? And I was like, what the fuck? Hi guys, welcome to another episode from your podcast, Unwrapped Lollipops. This is episode 2, season 2 in 2022, y'all. So... I'm very happy you guys are tuning in with us. This is Hatun here with my co-host, Farah. Farah, say hi. Hi, guys. That was a lot of twos. Right? How are you, Farah? I am right now, currently, filming this episode with my calf muscle, my right calf, wrapped up <laughs> in a bandage because I don't know what the fuck I did to it. Feel better, Farah. I hope so, because since even since I told you yesterday as well that it's fucked. Yeah, you were telling me yesterday. And I can't walk, but I still can't walk. So, yeah. That's, that's concerning. Farah, please go to a doctor. What do I tell them? Like, how does a doctor... Actually, I'm, I, I really want to know about this if somebody knows. Like, is there a doctor for muscles? I think so, Farah. So what do they do to your muscles? I don't know. We're both engineers. We don't know about this stuff. Like, I get it if someone is a... Uh, what do you call them? The bone doctors. Chiropractor. Chiropractors are the I ones that, like, crack your stuff. Crack you. <laughs> yeah. Crack you like a cracker. They crack your your bones and, like, your joints and stuff. But there's yeah. people who are bone doctors. My fr- My best friend growing up, her father used to be one. I forgot the name. But... Are there pe- doctors for like muscles? Like, how do they check what's wrong with your muscles? How do you do a muscle X-ray? Farah, like, I think they check the tissue in your muscles. You might have damaged the tissue in the muscles, and then that's why it hurts. That's what I did to my foot when I was doing martial arts. Remember? What happened to you? So foot? I didn't break the bones. Mm-hmm. I didn't break any bones, but according to them, I damaged the soft tissue of the muscle in my foot. And that's why it did something hurt so fall much. on it, or did you fall? No, but I remember I was. It was the throwing practice in my mm. martial art cl- class, mm. and I was being thrown over a hundred times, easy, until my. So, my, please, you guys, not to mistake the fact that I'm not good in martial arts with this, but I'm good, and my breakfalls are clean, and I'm good. I protect everything in me, but there is no possible way to protect your feet. It has to get slapped on the floor every time you get thrown. Mm-hmm. So I got thrown way too many times and my foot slapped the floor, the dojo mats, way too many times until I damaged the, f- the tissue in it. So that makes so sense because you were like smacking your foot into something and that's hurting your foot. Yeah. But I was totally fine, Hatun. I had leg day, skipped one day. I didn't go to the gym. The next day I go again. It's upper body. There's no legs involved. I just do like basic cardio. I'm completely fine. I get out of the gym. I'm fine. I do shopping. I'm fine. And I get into the car. And when I reach home and I get out of the car, for some reason, my right leg, the calf is like, doesn't want to just, I don't know. I think, <laughs> you know what? Maybe because I didn't cool down and I didn't do any sort of stretching. Stretches? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. But for, even with my foot, it took me so long to feel the pain. Like, I came back from the gym. Mm. We, I walked home. I walked 
from the gym to my house mm. and we went by and we got bujum again and i think bujum is in every episode it's so funny you need to get bujum we got bujum i really do we got bujum and then we went home i had my bujum i took a shower i did my room everything and then when i was going to sleep around like 3 a.m that's, that's when my when foot started it. hurting yeah no farah go to the doctor i'm telling you if it if it hurts for more than a day then go to the doctor yeah if tomorrow it still keeps hurting i think i'm gonna have to go to someone i remember my friends were doing medicine mm-hmm. so every time i get like such an injury or something i'm not so sure about i'll just text them and then they'll be like well if you still felt pain in 24 hours you should definitely go see the doctor they always said that but that's like a very pussy move <laughs> please please okay Adun. that's offensive Fuck this leg <laughs> but that's offensive Farah. for you. what reason do do you see they see people like going to the doctors we never go to the doctor we are doctors <laughs> but that's what we're here to invalidate all these I- stupid ideas mm. right you've been in pain for days go see the doctor just check everything is okay yeah you know Because it's a little bigger, Hatun, than, than <laughs> compared to yeah, the other. Yeah, that's not normal. That's not normal. Please, right now, we're ending this episode. Bye-bye, you guys. <laughs> Go to Dr. Farah. Okay, Hatun, it's not that serious. Let's move on. Okay, moving on. But you you are going to the doctor. So. Oh, wait. Um, You didn't watch Manifest, right? No, but I promised it is going to be. I, we just finished the show I was telling you about yesterday. Mm-hmm. So let me, let, let's talk about this. So I recommended the show that's called... The woman across the street from the woman in the window. I do not think that's the correct name, but it's very long and it's very confusing. So it's something like that. Mm. It's a new show on Netflix. It's very, very, very nice. And I was telling you, Farah, yesterday too, you should watch it. And then I said I will watch Manifest after it because I've been wanting to watch it. Mm. But Farah, we, I finished the show. I'm not going to spoil it. No spoilers you. because I didn't But start it. No spoilers. No, no, no spoilers. Everyone should watch it. I hate spoilers. I'm against that shit. I'm against against it strongly. Anyways, so I'm just saying the ending is just nothing you will ever think. Like you think you're smart enough to predict the ending, but you don't. I am. Prob- I but probably you- am. No, Farah. I'm telling. I I said that to you. I didn't say that to people. I said that you think you're smart enough, Farah. But <laughs> no. So you, you you said it specifically to me because I actually think yeah. that I'm smart enough to know the end yeah. because usually in no, most movies slash actually all movies or shows I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, Farah, I know that and I believe you. And <laughs> I also believe sometimes you. I predict. Yeah, I believe you because I know you say the truth. <laughs> Thank you. But then, <laughs> but then I'm telling you this time you're not gonna. Like, it's a twist after a twist, especially, like, the last episode, the last everything. It's a twist after twist after twist after twist after twist. It just does not... It keeps twisting to the very last I just watched the trailer, and I saw the actress is the same one, Eleanor, from The Good Place. From and the I good really place. love her. Yeah. I love her. And Farah, she is amazing. I really recommend the show. Farah, let's let you finish it and then we'll talk about it. Okay, okay like okay. I, I really need to talk for now. About this. For now, um, I feel like every single episode we are going to talk about manifest and might as well we should just tag it this time. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, so I was watching like probably one of the last episodes for the show, and yeah. my sister was like Again, sitting Farah, next no to me. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. It it's not. Okay. Th- there's no. 
spoilers for the show it's not like it's going to ruin it for you acha so my sister was sitting next to me and you know just typical sister behavior that they don't watch the show but when they're sitting next <laughs> to you and you're watching the show they're just they yeah. just like they listen to it. it yeah and they ask questions yeah and it's so annoying i'm and i'm also the kind of person like if someone is not watching the show i will tell them the whole story unwantedly yeah. okay no so, i wouldn't i'd be like just watch it don't ask me i know she's not going to watch it that's the thing acha so okay. i t- kind of told her the story about like how the flight blah blah blah, blah missing whatever and mm. she goes like you know there was actually a flight that went missing for several years what yeah she's like no for back? real for her. like there was a flight that actually went missing for several years and it came back how did it come back and i was like what Farah, the fuck start from the beginning start from the beginning what's happening there i need to know so i i was like what the fuck how is that possible she goes like yeah it was called pan am like flight 914 okay and i'm like what, which airlines pan am that was the airlines is that american what is yeah that? that's american that's an american airline acha okay so okay. i am like so how do you imagine you're watching a show and hmm. and it's a show which is like creepy as fuck or like something that is so yeah, out yeah. of the place and like how how you've never heard it before and never happens and then someone yeah. goes like yeah this thing ex- happened exactly like this thing exists and you swear to god i hate for us sometimes i just hate flying like i know i need to get places mm. and that's why i fly mm. but oh dear god do i hate flying because i'm terrified of heights like i legit for every time i fly i text the people i love saying i love you or if i don't i regret it when i'm in the air i, I do like, say I prayers i do say prayers oh i say everything i like read the whole quran but like I always regret not telling the people I love that I love them because I feel like I am going to die Aww, like that's it cuz for me. But you do need to realize that it's planes are safer than cars. Farah they're not safe. They're But they really are. Safe. Really? Like like the probability no. of having a plane crash is uh, it's actually there's a there's like actual facts on it. I don't know the exact number, but it's like a lot less. But it's like minuscule compared to driving. you have a much higher Achoo. chance of dying while you're driving compared to flying and i believe yeah, it I, we're i don't, I don't okay? drive we we believe i it. don't drive no even if you even if you don't drive you are in a car i'm a passenger yeah yeah so um and also i heard this somewhere that nowadays the planes are so good that it's like almost impossible for them to crash because even if the engines fail the pilot is still able to land the plane okay that's good But if you're if the if the fucking tires don't come out then you're fucked. Yeah, then you're fucked. Okay, so we were talking about uh the flight. Yeah, right? Flight. So I being my curious self, I was like let's do a full research on this. I need to know about this flight. Yeah. So I googled what's it. I was there? like tell me what's the flight and she's like it's Pan Am flight something and so I just googled Pan Am flight that disappeared but then came back. Hmm. So apparently the pan am flight 914 it flew from new york to miami in okay. july 1955 1955 okay yeah from new york to miami not mm-hmm. uh, like it's not even an international flight it's just the same yeah. country 
So 57 passengers and I think crew members as well. Hmm. So it flew, which is, I think there was like a four hour flight, something like that. And mm -hmm. apparently it just disappeared. It never landed. They tried okay. to find it. There was no remains for it. There was nothing. Like they could not track it down. There was nothing. It just literally vanished into thin air. Yeah. But then after 37 years. 37? Yeah. In 1992, Venezuela, they were, you know, the place where they sit down and they look at like the airplanes and they have a radar and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like at the airport tower. yeah the tower where yeah. they sit and talk to them so monitoring tower whatever yeah whatever it's called i don't know so they were sitting there and they uh they couldn't see a plane like on the radar right because they're the, you know the round thing that keeps going round and there's like dots on it which shows the airplanes yeah yeah, yeah. so the radar for the radar yeah so they couldn't see any airplane on the radar so that means there's nothing in the air right now there's no air traffic yeah so yeah. they could not see anything but the guys sitting there with their own eyes they could see an airplane what the fuck? that was approaching to land at the airport what the fuck yeah so and when they looked at it they were like this doesn't even look like an like an airplane that is from now from today's yeah. date this Looks is like, like so old one. it's like the pro uh what do you call it the propeller ones that they don't make it yeah. anymore yeah and so the plane landed on may 22nd 1992 that's not so far and they asked them and they, uh, like when the plane was about to land they connected with them and they were like where are you coming from and like what the hell like who are you people so he told yeah. the, the guy, the pilot, he told them the flight number and they realized it's this mm. flight that has been like disappeared for like 37 years. And so the plane landed and everyone like just came like around the plane. People just stood there, all the like the airport people, whatever they're called. Yeah. So they're all Stuff. standing there and they were waiting for them to like come out. So the guy the the pilot he opened like a door or something and he asked them like what date it is and what year it is and they told them yeah they told the pilot huh? and apparently like he had a calendar in his hand and he dropped it by mistake something like that and they could see like people inside the air aircraft and they were all dressed in like old clothes and they were they seemed very taken aback but were did they age i don't know like isn't the pilot like 37 years older he should be right right that does not make sense it's terrifying what the fuck so i saw that like that happened that yeah i've generally believed that happened but there were not really okay. a lot of articles about it and then i read more articles on it and apparently okay it's fake but you scared the shit out of me <laughs> i was like what is happening there but hadun also at the same time you do realize how like america is like hiding a lot of shit yeah that's that. what i thought i thought see what i thought at first i thought you were gonna say the plane disappeared for a couple of months or a year mm. you know mm. and i was like well maybe the plane the people on the plane you know had like a mission mm. and then this disappeared for a reason and america was like well we cannot track them for a reason mm. right because they do not want to track them and they want to hide them so they just went somewhere else to do some shit and people were like oh 
they disappeared and then they came up came back after like months or years or whatever right but then you were like 37 years like what the fuck so i like read a bunch of articles on it and there's actually hatun okay fuck this even if it's if it's fake but there's quite a lot of flights that have you know the malaysian airline flight that just never the malaysian airline one yeah was never found anywhere and it's really hard to like lose shit in this day and age because everybody has a phone but like but well maybe it just like land in the ocean you know no one knows but they're still able to find it they have a way to find it okay farah i have other questions but not about this topic wait wait i'm gonna ask you something ask me something her i love this i'm gonna ask you something actually i'm gonna have to send you something right now i'll send you a picture and you're gonna look at it and for anybody who isn't looking at who is obviously listening to the podcast right now we'll probably make a post on our feed okay if you're if you're watching this on instagram then there will be a picture where we're talking right now Mm -hmm. and if you're watching on youtube we'll insert a picture in the middle yeah but if you're and if you're on, Apple on podcast and all just yeah um, sh- so there's two shapes i got okay it. one of them is kiki and one of them is booba so you need to tell me which one is kiki and which one's booba for clearly booba is the right one and kiki is the left one okay clearly sure? to me yeah clearly yeah. okay so hadun you are the same as 95 percent of people I'm not surprised. So Kiki and Booba are made up names. Yeah, no shit. They're made up names and these are made up shapes. Like somebody sat down and they scrolled both of these yeah. shapes and they like people sat down and they made both of these names Kiki and Booba and they showed it to like a bunch of people and 95% of people like literally all people who look at it regardless of like what language they speak they say <laughs> that The pointy one is Kiki and the rounded one is Booba. It just makes sense, Vara. Yeah. So it's actually an experiment which was first Ooh. done by Wolfgang, I think that's his name, Wolfgang in the Ooh. 1920s and it was done with Spanish speakers, people who didn't speak English. Yeah. So even at that time when he showed these shapes and he showed he told these names to the people Everyone said that Kiki is this one and Booba is that one. That's insane. That was done in the 1920s. Yeah, and it's regard Hatun it's regardless of age. It regard it's regardless of what language you speak. You can literally go. They did these tests across the globe. Like they went to people who didn't speak English. They speak for example like Portuguese, people who spoke Hindi, people who spoke Japanese, Chinese, anything. Doesn't matter. You can show it to a child. You can that show it to your nephew. Wild, they literally wild. went to like um kids like schools like kindergarten and they showed yeah. it to little kids and they drew kids who didn't even know how to spell yet. Yeah. And they showed them the shapes and they were like which one's Kiki and which one's Booba and everyone said the same thing. Crazy. And when I saw this for the first time I was like what the fuck is this? But Why was, is that? Did you answer as well? What was yeah, your yeah. I said the same thing. I was like, yeah, this one's Kiki and this one's Booba. It's clear. clearly for a clearly. And you can watch <laughs> interviews for people who were asked this on the street and they explain it. They're like, yeah, that looks like a Kiki because it's it's like sounds pointed and that's yeah, a Booba. Yeah, it sounds like, pointy. 
because it's round. Yeah. Skewed and bubbly. So apparently and the other one is like sharp. Yeah, apparently the thing is that it it's not that simple language and the way we've named stuff. It's not that simple. How? Like have you have you ever thought about like when we look at things? Why did who named those things and like why we name things a certain way? I really do. Like who named walkie-talkie and why? So apparently we associate um like sound yeah with a feeling with shapes with, with shapes feeling. and a feeling it gives us a feeling i 100% believe in that so when you think about it like booba it's like a ball round yeah. so Probably. when we look at booba we when we look at something round we associate it with a sound that's round for example when you see like can you imagine like a bowling ball rolling around it sounds smooth yeah like round but imagine something pointy like rolling around and falling it sounds sharp yeah so we associate sounds like that we associate uh, sounds that, to shapes that is and bananas. then there's more to it i'm very invested which in i this. was so surprised when i looked at it so apparently that when you look at movies or shows this mm. is a whole science there when we look at them like for example you can think about for example pooh the cartoon who pooh we need the pooh one we need the pooh okay yeah we need the pooh so when you look at the cartoon, say his name say his full name like bond james bond yeah we need the pooh so when you look at him he's round yeah. any nice character in any movie or in any show is going to be round Oh. Especially in kids stuff, it's going to be round. They're always round. Any sort They're of They're always bear. round. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig is round. He's a bunch yeah. of circles actually. He's literally I don't like Peppa Pig, but it feels haram. <laughs> but he's round. He's and round, yeah. anything that's evil or you're you're trying to emit like sharpness is pointy. Is triangles. Oh. Always. But I, you know Disney characters I'm thinking about the Sleeping Beauty. Her, mm-hmm. her like the evil witch, is very mm-hmm. pointy. Like she has a very long face. It's pretty much a triangle. Yeah. And then she has the horns and stuff. So uh, and even in Maleficent, have you seen how her face is and how she has yeah. horns and everything's pointy? So yeah, that's they do her it on purpose. That's her. So apparently, movie directors and all these producers and people who make like art directions for movies, they do this sort of stuff because. this emits an emotional response in viewers and without that like they're not even noticing yeah like for example kids they're looking at something that's round like peppa pig and they don't even know that because it's round it's nice to them and it's good yeah and do, what's the movie hatun um where there's this girl and there's stuff like inside her it's a, it's the, it's an animation i know i know what you mean the one about memories and stuff yeah 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 that girl who has like these five things inside her head do you know the, I this, the i don't remember the name of it but there's like and the red one and you can one. see the emotions yeah yeah there's a red one inside her head and that one's a square oh so and so basically a square when you see that and any like character if the character is a square it signifies that it's either like it's robust and it's strong and it's mm-hmm. boring <laughs> 
Yeah, really. And I've noticed that across, like, I watched like a couple of movies and any show that show that I watched after this, after knowing this, I tried to notice this stuff and it's actually a thing. They do it on purpose. Wait, Farah. So does that mean it's been like kind of imprinted in our heads that these shapes yeah. represent certain feelings? And then no, when we it's meet- not imprinted in our heads. It's something that these people who who do like visual arts, they've yeah. realized this over the time that people have done this sort of research that shapes yeah. emit like an emotional response in us. So they do it so that when yeah, we yeah. watch stuff without so even understanding out, it. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean that's why we get like a certain vibe from people based on how they look? Yes. Like, do you know how like, okay, I don't want to come out as offensive here and I genuinely don't mean it, but you know how we meet like a chubby friend and we always feel like they're very friendly and nice and cute. We like them. We like them. I genuinely like, I would immediately like them. I don't feel, I don't think, I wouldn't think of them as a threat. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go like, immediate threat like stay away like when we look at a hippo Hatun, we feel like hippos are sweet and they're nice exactly and they're soft, but apparently a hippo can kill you very quickly yeah Farah, they're very dangerous but they're like we think they're absolutely cute and then Farah, think about all these skinny pointy bitches we meet and mm-hmm. we're like danger we don't like them we don't like them Makes and sense. uncles have you noticed a lot of uncles they're square <laughs> So we think they're boring and they're old. <laughs> or they're angry because it also signifies anger. I cannot, uncle, she said. So in movies, they do it. They do this stuff. Uh, Mickey Hatun, Mickey Mouse, is three circles. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, so they apparently they, they realized this a while ago, that shapes make us feel so, sort of like certain things and they make us yeah. feel in a, a way, a certain way. So they figured that out and they did research on people like they saw the brain activities in people that when they see a certain shape, it, it like, um, what do you call it? It triggers like a certain part of their brain. Yeah. 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 So they, they realized that and you're going to notice it a lot more now that when you're watching a movie, they try to do this thing where during a certain scene, if they're trying to show that a character is like trapped in their life or like having a lot of problems, they put a frame in a frame. Like there's, they put the character in a frame, either in a doorway or in a window or there's bars, oh. like they do it. So we feel like we feel it more. It's like cinematic. <laughs> They're trying to make us feel like all of that this. Is, it, that is insane. I'm going to notice that from now on. You're going to notice it a lot more now. Yeah. Thank you, Farah, for this. <laughs> okay. And that's that why we guys... Favorite. We have good content. I'm just saying. If after this you guys don't say we have good t- content, then then you guys are just some pointy bitches. <laughs> I have to say it. For a- oh, even in Ratatouille. Oh, yeah. The critic, he's like super pointy, right? He's super pointy. And the moment he eats the thing that he makes, the Ratatouille, the, the moment he eats it, he goes, there's, first of all, he sees like bubbles and shit. And like he, yeah. the ratatouille is in a circle. So it sound, looks nice. And the moment he eats it, all of a sudden he becomes a child and he's like soft and round and he has big eyes. Oh my God. So we see Crazy. him good. Even the chef in ratatouille is very round. Yep. And we, just, we don't know him much, but we just love him. 
And you do you realize that I think he was the dad. The he guy's was the dad. dad, yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't a good dad, obviously, because the guy didn't I'm, know I'm very, that's my dad. I'm very sorry, you guys, if we spoiled Ratatouille for you just now. Hatun, I think everybody has seen. And if you haven't seen Ratatouille, then go yourself on a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're very sorry, we get you guys. We're very sorry. When you think about it, the chef guy is kind of an asshole, isn't he? He did have like an illegal son, but he wrote him everything, to be fair. Yeah, but, but he never was in his life. What the fuck? That doesn't make up for anything, to be fair. But still. Yeah, it doesn't make up for it. So, like, and he the was guy, very famous. If maybe he no. was a triangle, we would have. If he was like no, pointy no. and skinny and triangle, triangular, we would have not liked him. But because he was round, we yeah. loved him. No, but I think he didn't know he has a son. No, mm. no, no. The 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 ghost of him that was talking to the rat didn't know that he had a son. Maybe. Okay, we're going yeah. in details there. No, we yeah, don't need to go we into need to move out of this. Farah, I know that is again so random, but going back to flights disappearing and all, I just remembered. Farah, didn't Emilia Earhart also disappear? Who is that? Farah, Emilia Earhart, the first woman to ever fly uh, over the Pacific, I think. So she just disappeared? No, so that was like ages ago. I don't think even that was even the 50s. I think that was before that. But women like, disappearing and women not being uh, credited for stuff is obvious. I I no, read no, this for, somewhere. She's, she's crazy famous. Yeah, yeah I know. And people just believe that, people just believe that, you know, she got ran out of fuel and then, you know, died halfway. Or maybe she, they just caught you her know. and they didn't want her to be famous and they didn't want her, or maybe she knew something. <laughs> maybe for others. Probably. Possible, but you I know think... what I've heard? Like recently yeah. I saw like a bunch of articles which um, about like why do we never hear uh, like historically like why do we never hear that something was invented or like discovered by a woman? Most of the time like why? any discovery or like achievements in science in anything we're always accounting that for men. Like we think that men yeah. they originated everything they did everything. Right? Mm. Because apparently women did like discover a lot of stuff and women were scientists and geniuses, but they were not yeah. allowed to like, you know, uh, up up to like, I don't know what date exactly, but women were not allowed to study and like they weren't allowed to go to uni. Yeah, even in the West. 100%, Farah. Yeah. So because they were not allowed to do that, it was sort of like illegal for women to be scientists or women to, you know, like, have a say or like be academic in any sort of way it was just not a thing for them so imagine if they discovered something imagine if a woman she discovered like gravity for example yeah she's not going to be able to publish it she's going to have to publish it with a man's name because it's not allowed for yeah. her they would arrest her um actually i would recommend everyone to listen to a bbc podcast it's called dead to me or you're dead to me and mm. there was one episode, it was about the history of science, which was really, really good. They were discussing how. Yeah, so I recommend everyone to listen to the episode. And I'm actually going to tell you which episode. One of them was the history of science, and I loved it. And they were like giving full credit to how um, the Muslim world kind of gave a lot to science and how a lot of stuff originated from like Sanskrit and so much so much like like so much like algebra mm. we did that 
the yeah. whole algebra yeah chemistry we did that medicine we did that and apparently during those times because there were like wars between christians and like muslims all of that stuff was still going on yeah but knowledge and science was something that if someone from the other side like your enemy side was inventing or discovering something you just accept it you don't ignore it you believe it to be true which i found so weird like if you don't like someone just don't accept anything from them basically but like farah also for the record muslim world did give muslim women the credits whenever they invented or did something but you know a lot of time they didn't yeah that too a lot of the times a lot of women were not um i forgot what it was but there was like really important stuff even like in like science in terms of um like medicine women did a lot of stuff in it mm. but so there was yeah. this one episode where they were talking about mary mary wool wollstonecraft i i hope i'm pronouncing it right but they were talking about her and they were discussing how it was really hard for women women to like study or women to like be independent because it was no one was willing because you know the thing is in science um who's going to invest in all of their experiments and their testing and stuff yeah someone needs to invest and most of the times it used to be the governments as in like the kings and queens they would invest in mm. these people who were like mad scientists they would invest in their experiments <laughs> they would give them money but no one women yeah. being not accepted how are they going to do all of this yeah Ma- like they were barely making ends meet you know there was this thing that um in the 1800s and stuff especially during the war times like in world war 1 and 2 um a lot of times because women were not allowed to be like doctors mm. in the medieval times especially like women were not allowed to be doctors because you know they can just be housewives so what they would do is yeah. they would practice and they would actually know medicine they would know how to practice they would know how to cure people but mm. they couldn't actually like open up a clinic or like a hospital or work somewhere so what people would do yeah. is instead of going to these men who were like degreed like qualified doctors they would go to these women for cheaper that makes sense yeah but how sad you know fara i'm not even going to get into that it's a, it's a whole thing about women oppression and when guys now come to you and be like oh so you're a feminist you know yeah, they don't understand no fucking that shit. this like, is not yes, I am. yeah they don't understand that this is not something i decided to be because let's say i'm getting paid lower than you for doing the more even than you mm. it's a whole thing like when we read about this history of women just being oppressed when we see our own mothers and maybe grandmothers who were oppressed in some way or another it's it gets us very and angry subliminal messaging hatun us even now yeah. me for example i know a lot of stuff and like i know that there's no difference between a man and a woman and they can both do whatever they want but there's so much subliminal messaging that it's so it's almost impossible to erase that stuff you still feel that way we still it I, is. i catch myself st- saying things that i'm like that if this can never be said about a guy exactly and i would never judge a guy based on that but i'm judging a girl based on that just because of it's just because because it's been years and years years and, and years, years and years thousands of years it's instinctive now it's like built into us now i don't understand and it's sad why, for why 
and you know just a lot of these women they're like oh we're not especially celebrities i hate it when they say we're not feminists we're we're we feel like we're, we're we just want equal rights we're not feminists what do you mean what does that mean why is it so hard for you to say feminist just because a bunch of men don't like the word and they don't like women who say that they're feminists so you're trying to please them i really want to ask these men who who go like no that's not a thing and like i don't like girls who say that you know they're feminists look at your home and go and like look at your mother and see how she's being treated by your father like i feel like at least 90% of women either physically or mentally or any sort of way they are getting oppressed by their husbands there's some uh-huh. sort of domestic violence and torture happening and i'm pretty sure your mother is having either getting beaten up by your dad or he's mentally abusing her or Farah. if it's not her dad if it's not your dad then it's her dad yeah her brother didn't give her the shit that she deserved so i don't know where these men are coming from because they see it in their own household yeah Farah, i was talking to my friend it was a guy and he was saying i'm feminist and i'm like sure but you know what's being for a man to be like to believe in true equality between men and women you know for how it's a thing for men to for sorry for women so if let's say you got married farah and then mm-hmm. if your husband got a job somewhere else you're going to move mm-hmm. with him right even if you have yeah. a job right exactly you're gonna this le- thing you're going to leave your job and move with your husband let's say because mm-hmm. he's getting paid more and it makes sense right so you mm-hmm. the kids and your husband move to whatever country right mm-hmm. now will he do the same for you absolutely if, he wouldn't if you got a better paying job let's say farah now you're you're assigned to be the pakistani ambassador or the ambassador of your country in i don't know puerto rico <laughs> I don't know Farah, right? <laughs> okay. You're, no, you're, let's just put it not like a higher paying job, but just like my dream job, right? Your dream job. Farah, even a higher paying job. Would would your husband be okay with being like, well, she's getting paid more. It makes mm. sense to our family and mm. I should leave my job and move with my with my wife, risking that he might not get a job and take care of the kids for you? Would he? probably yeah if i choose him myself i mean yeah yeah farah but like would the no, this but is not your some, husband but would the normal like, average man would the average yeah, man the typical he definitely man. would not okay let's emphasize on desi man or an arab man definitely not they wouldn't definitely it's not, not even about I, that that's like a very next level thing but i feel like even before that and a lot of times i hear this that people say especially here in pakistan there was this thing called aurat march and women were saying mera jism meri marzi which I literally translate to my, my body, body my choice my choice we, yeah. i don't understand how someone can make this into something wrong how is this Farah, wrong in any context i heard it i sat with pakistani men and they were telling me that this is not correct and i was like how is that not correct they're later just asking to to have a choice in their bodies to and they're own like their bodies no. like yeah and they were like no but the way are doing it is not correct what way what, what is have, the way of have... i don't understand like why it's so offensive to them it was so i met farah i 
And these are educated men from good mm. families. Mm. Okay. Mm. They were just not happy with it. They were like, I will never let my sister go out and protest with them. This word, even though, I would never even let. Though, Farah, even though their sisters were asking to go and be like, I support that. And ugh, I cannot, Farah. Even their moms are like, no. Even my mom thinks Aurat March is not a thing. And it shouldn't be a thing. And it's disgusting. That's what she thinks. They think they think the women just want to walk in the streets naked. That's what they think it's about. I heard a lot of people saying they're like, oh, if Aurat March, that there's no need for there to be like Aurat March. Women don't need anything because we live in Islamic Republic of Pakistan and that gives women the rights in Islam. Give me the rights in Islam. I would be so happy. Like, give me all the rights Literally. that I... Just, just give me the given. right. I don't know how people come up with this shit. They're like, uh, all these women that are in the march and they're protesting. They're, uh, they say, oh, they were dancing. Oh, they were dressed like this. They were saying all of this shit. They were talking about their periods. They were talking about this, blah, blah, blah. God forbid they talk about their periods. And I'm periods. like, women have been oppressed for years. Women have been, especially here, everything is taboo. Talking about your periods is taboo. Talking about wanting to get married to someone is taboo. Talking about wanting to studying is taboo. Talking about wanting a job, being independent, asking like for your property from your parents is taboo, frowned everything upon. Is. Yeah. Everything is taboo. Wanting to dress in non-cultural clothes is taboo. So after all of this st- shit that women are going through, when they finally have a time to talk, Let them do stupid shit if they want. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm like appreciating or liking what they're doing. If they're dancing on the streets and men looking. But it's their choice. But it's their body, their choice. That's exactly what they're doing. Let them. What is your problem? I don't get it. And one, um, this scholar here, Hatun, he said the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. What is it? He said... Um, quoting this this quote he's like women are saying this so they're saying that if it's their body it's their choice so if a man wants to rape a woman it's his body so it's his choice what this ideology imagine this is fuck. this is how a fucking scholar thinks a man but, who's teaching religion but that's not that's not his body not his choice Exactly, he's, that is not his body. He's trespassing on another's, on another person. How does that? I don't know, Hatun. I don't know. Genuinely, anyone who but says that I, they're not in favor of Aurat March, I don't. I literally don't understand. I understand if it's older people, like yeah. older generation, if they don't get it. Yeah. I, I totally get it. Like if they they don't understand what it's about and they're not understanding the message, I understand. And I'm not going to stand in front of them and be like, you're dumb or I don't uh, uh, like, yeah. I, I'm not for you and I don't support you for saying that. And I'm like pissed no, at no, you. No. I would just, yeah. it's like a subtle way of trying to make them understand how it works. Mm. Fuck me. And Farah, just, it's not even just in Pakistan. Like I see here, Okay, mm. just the average girl who doesn't get a choice when it comes to anything. It's not even just her body, Farah. It's literally just anything. I know girls who left their positions at work because their family just didn't want to let them. They just go like, I don't want you to work. 
I don't want you to go. I don't want you to do that. Then, Farah, if you can't trust your own family when it comes to these stuff about your like future decisions, you literally, you can't. you can't. You can't. So, but then these the exact same families are gonna choose your partner, and they're gonna force yeah. it on you because it's not your choice. And then you're gonna get married, and then you're not gonna be happy in your marriage, and then you're gonna have kids, and then you're not gonna be happy with the kids. And then you're going to produce dysfunctional individuals to the society. Because it's not your choice. A lot of times, um, I've heard this here as well. A lot of times people say, for example, like, if I have a cousin, right? He got married yeah. and he had a baby. A year mm-hmm. later, he had another baby. And people are, women are going to say, oh, why, why didn't she like stop him? Or why didn't she say, I don't want a child right now because that's too soon. That's yeah. too much for her. Like, how, how do we think that th- this is a woman's choice? It's not. How? how what is she going to do? She's going to go behind his back and go and get contraception behind his back? No. How is that going to work? He, you can't just hide the shit from someone. Farah, it's just... And women say this kind of stuff. And they've been through women it. Older women this. who have children. And especially a girl who just got married. And obviously, talking about sex is taboo, right? 100% Women should just not even know what it is. For how could you even say sex? Like, how could I even say it? So we yeah. expect women to... Women, not even women, these young girls, to not even know about what sex is. They don't know and what contraception is. They get them married and the guy is like f***ing her the first day. How do we expect her to know anything? She will get Farah. pregnant. Farah, that is so true. And, you know, I'm just going to say it. Sex education is just not a thing for us. Literally, it's not a thing. And sex education, it's not even a thing for guys. I feel bad for them too. It's it's just not a thing. Farah, the only thing any of us get, and mainly guys, is porn. Yeah. And that even isn't for girls. And yeah, and that is a whole thing. Like I'm not even. And then there's this other thing that. that we we're told as women that uh, if if you're a good if you want to be a good wife, and that in Islam you're not able to say no to your husband. Yeah, basically. What the fuck does that mean? You're not able so to you, say no. You you're just a cow? can't say no, Farah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a cow. <laughs> you're just a cow, Farah. <laughs> you just say moo. <laughs> bitch I'm a cow bitch I'm a cow moo moo it's like what is this music video for Doja Cat oh god Hatun. it's a it's a whole thing and you know what we should talk about like individual tiny subtopics of it in each episode because it's so important if I could make a sex education podcast, I would. <laughs> I don't but, imagine. but they will kill me. Oh, it, I don't know. I think we, we will eventually. We'll do an episode. We'll do a private session for girls. Yes, we, we'll do Zoom sessions. We'll get props. <laughs> I'm going to get killed. Get I'm taking this out. I cannot. Like, let's move aside from this very heavy topic that is obviously clearly pissing us both off yeah let's move on to something else okay guys um 
I hope you guys like story times as much as us, and we have a whole ass story for you guys, which Hatun does. I don't have it. She has it, and she's gonna it. read it out to me, and I'm gonna listen with you guys. No, Farah, but I was I was gonna say that me and Farah were a part of the story way later on when like shit got fucked up. We're always there when shit gets fucked up, and we were there. So the tr- the story is hundred percent true. Like we were there. Yeah. And our very, very good friend sent it to us. Thank you so much. I don't understand why she's not in the podcast yet, but we're we're gonna bring her here soon. So you guys, you guys, it's a story. You guys are not the, the ready major, for this. You're 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 not ready. Believe me. And I don't know how, but we do get you the most spicy stories that ever there. But we do. Anyway, so let's start. So the girl says, so this is. A, This is the story of one of my ex relationships that I think deserves to be a part of the show under the topic of men ain't shit. So I was 17 when I met him and he was 22 to 23. He was the one that approached me. The first time he approached me, I totally ignored him and and he tried again a couple of months later, at which point I decided to talk to him and get to know him. He lived abroad at, at the time so we only ever spoke on the phone and messages. Initially, it was all sweet. Of course, there were red flags that I decided to ignore, like him counting my following list, asking me if I followed any new men and why I was following men in general. Really big red flags, but I was quite young and I didn't think much of it. We dated for around two years and a half, and that was long distance because he studied abroad. Most of it was great. I still look back on it as my first ever real relationship, brackets, whatever that might even mean. And he was everything I wanted at that time. Hot, at his shit together, has his shit together, and despite the occasional fight, he loved me, I think. However, Things started getting messy eventually. I would get messages from random numbers saying, leave him, he's married, and whatnot. How could he be married? He spoke to me all the time. (laughs) FaceTimed whenever I wanted. Met me whenever I asked. I couldn't bring myself to believe these things. And so I brushed them aside. Brushed them aside. We eventually broke up because he became very manipulative and controlling had note of all my passwords and even my Pinterest account. Pinterest, you guys. What does she even have on her Pinterest? Who's who's approaching her on Pinterest? (laughs) On Pinterest. Whoever wants to approach me... (laughs) Whoever wants to approach me on Pinterest, you're more than welcome because I can imagine you're a very peaceful person. (laughs) On Pinterest. Artsy guy. Nice and artsy guy. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to get back with him several times, but something or the other always got stopped me. I was done. I had moved on. Fast forward three years. I'm in a happy relationship with the, ma- with the man of my dreams. And I get a message from someone saying, Hi, Farah, we have to give the ex a name. What do you suggest? <laughs> What's her actual name? Um, Hatuna, what, do we, what do we name him? Okay, we're going to name him um, Saad. Okay. Sad. So we're naming him Sad. So so I get a message from someone. Hi, I'm Sad's wife. This was mm-hmm. the actual wife 
of the ex-boyfriend, which is sad, I had when I was 17, and there were pictures, proof of their wedding, honeymoon, and whatnot. I felt betrayed. Three years later, I found that the man I loved at one point of my life and thought loved me back was actually married. I don't know the logistics of it. He said he wasn't living with her and it was a political marriage, but what the fuck? Yeah, His wife started... Fuck? What the fuck? I remember Farah when she told us that. I was like... Because she would speak about Saad a lot, you know, just saying that one it was one of her relationships and whatnot. And then... Yeah, we knew we knew the guy. We... we you yeah. saw his pictures you know yeah and then she came one day and she was like so sad's wife just texted me and we were like <laughs> what the fuck so it gets more fucked up you guys wait for it his wife started harassing me now and tells me to meet her i think the fuck not she tried to approach me through many channels like instagram twitter linkedin even pinterest pinterest <laughs> but why not no, for her why not but she actually like texted her on linkedin she fully believed <laughs> Hatun, i swear to god next time if i'm if i'm not supposed to talk to someone i'm gonna talk to them on pinterest <laughs> but i know i'm gonna go on linkedin i go linkedin you go on pinterest okay and she fully believed that that i was still after her man i tried speaking to her nicely i told her i had no idea that even after Meeting his family members. No one ever told me he was married or committed to someone else. Farah. This is actually very messed up. That is so messed up. What were they trying to do? Like, were they on his side? They were telling him, yeah, go get some. (laughs) Son. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Beta. <laughs> do whatever you want but just like you're married to the one that we want that is I literally what happened <laughs> but our DC families just want it just want to control who their sons marry, marry but then you yeah. know let them do whatever they want that's true I have like several that is true, examples in my I... own family I don't know what she wanted from her like, why Why do you want to meet her? And where were you, like, a couple of years ago when they were actually together? Farah, she actually kept harassing her. Like, I know the story might sound short now, but it went on for a year almost or more. Mm. And my our friend was just like, bro, leave me alone. And honestly, what was she going to do if she met her? What, what If if our friend actually did want to still be with the guy, or if she was actually still with the guy... Did she think that she's going to leave him because of her? No. Clearly not. I don't I don't understand what she wanted. So she says, I felt like the hurt was back, was back too. I was angry. I felt disgusted and hurt because something that meant something to me didn't mean a thing anymore. His wife eventually, after many threats of, and me threatening her that I will report her to, to cybercrime, stopped messaging me. But it still Mm. makes me wonder sometimes as to what I did wrong. How did I not see it coming? If it meant anything at all to him. And Farah, that's why I see why we're talking about how women were oppressed. And then they always always think it's their fault. (laughs) Even if the guy was married and hid that from her. (laughs) And he had a relationship with her for almost two years. She still thought, what did I do wrong? That's just how women think. 
that's just how the thing you know this uh, fucked up guy amir liaquat here who amir liaquat he's this i don't know what his what to call him even is he an actor is he a scholar i don't know he just is famous he's saying memes around him he he keeps getting married like for some reason that guy just has so much that women can't stop marrying him so he got he's pretty old hatun he's he's a fucking old piece of shit but yeah he left his first wife and he got married to this super young girl and he w- he had his interviews and he was like all over the news and after a while there's rumors that he's getting divorced from her because apparently there was a third wife who said she's pregnant with his baby and she kept kept like coming on to like all news channels and like giving interviews and saying he's an asshole and she disappeared and then the second wife divorced him and then recently he just decided to marry a 19 year old girl what yeah and i'm pretty sure he's like in his 50s so he marries this 19 year old girl and she comes on this um tv show and they're doing an interview for both of them and they ask them like a couple of questions and she goes like uh, and they ask her they're like what if he marries someone else and she's like um it's not really my right to ask him to not get married to someone i'm just going to be very nice to him and love him a lot because if i don't love him obviously he's going to go somewhere what farah that is like what does that even th- mean that's like brainwashed shit yeah that's like saying if i don't feed my dog he'll just go somewhere to eat <laughs> that's how farah that is that is literally what she's saying that is yeah. literally what she's saying yeah if you're not going to satisfy your man by doing everything in this world for him and yeah. cleaning his fucking underwear then he's going to find someone else to do it for him because that's all a woman's job is yeah that's an entire job of a woman that's just how women feel they're like there must be something wrong with us yeah i have a cousin atun let's just say it i have a cousin and he's cheating on his wife so i know someone and i wouldn't say this if i'm not sure okay i have i know i witnesses okay so this asshole got married has two kids now so he has been cheating on his wife since day one probably oh he has a girlfriend everybody knows about it and the girlfriend probably knows that he has a kid maybe she doesn't but the wife knows now what did she do that he's cheating and i'm pretty sure she had a fight with him and she went to her parents house because she doesn't want to be with someone that's good it's good she's rational cheating on her right she's she's rational okay good 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 yeah but she's not rational hatun she came back because obviously her parents were like maybe like you know they probably said something no just love him give him enough love keep loving him and one day he will love you <laughs> when all the girls of the fucking country leave him and oh. you're the last one left <laughs> he will love you so uh yeah guys that is the end of the episode this was a whole mix and very unpredictable actually because i didn't think we were going to talk about all of this stuff same so i hope Genuinely, you enjoyed like, it it came out of nowhere yeah i hope you enjoyed it i hope you listened to the entire episode and you're happy with it i guess and, and you hate mr yeah. bean <laughs> yeah so guys if you're listening again i'm going to say that if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify please go to our instagram and look at the picture that we post 
for the test because you can still do the test if you want. You can still answer the question. And if you're on YouTube, if you're on Instagram, wherever you are, please follow us. Please like this video and please share it. Please with subscribe your and share. Yeah. Give us the love, the good stuff. Yep. So that's the end of the episode, guys. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Thank you.